0: Let's get down to business. There's, I've been getting written on this thing in the big book of recovery, you know, for people with alcoholism and addiction. There's a statement in one of the stories where someone who, uh, let's say, was once sober, but then they go out drinking again, yeah. And it starts. It's a very simple uh, preface, which is a thought occurred to me. and the shit hits the fan. (laughs) So a lot of, actually, you could say this in a lot of ways, a thought is occurring as you, if you've been believing the selfie. If you're taking the thought system to be you, you're pictured as a body. So you could say, a thought had another thought occur to it. (laughs) So you may try to change with great study of wisdom, and learn how to, navigate this life better and deal with the first that thought that occurs to you but if it's occurring to a thought already <laughs> you're still in the mix of the self-centered thought system <laughs> so the sense of being you is a thought really it is, you didn't have it when you were a little baby the research has proved it yeah, well, little babies don't have a sense of self Something has to develop, and I don't think it's their elbow or their big toe, it's the brain, and then the brain comes up with a great idea to organize this whole event, and starts calling this you, and then others them. And then this you has a coronation somewhere or another, where it's turned into the the king of and called me (laughs) so it's me the first (laughs) and then the reign continues on and on and on unbeknownst to you because (laughs) the you is what's appearing then there's let's say the I of spirit and then there's a mental uh, supposition that the I and the you are really me yeah so it claims the attributes of awareness and it claims the attributes of a body and has this unholy marriage and there then what, what pops up is me, which exempts me from ever understanding anyone else because how can, I understand, how can they understand me? I'm so unique and special. No one's felt the way I have. No one thinks the way I do. No one. <laughs> so the sickness is just me. You know, it's sort of like a weird movement, and so a great master, Ramana Maharshi, if you haven't heard of him, he's, I always love him because he lived his whole life in a diaper, and I think that's really great, you know? like he could just walk around, like he could give a shit about anything, and <laughs> sort of nice, so he would, say, he would say that one of the big, uh, Mistakes like, uh, is there's a presupposing of a non existent thing. You know, this is not existing on its own without spirit. It, every organ in the body and every the brain, everything could be totally sound, and if it had life, it could be acting out, but it isn't acting out as soon as the spirit leaves. So, this is a non existent thing it gains existence by what's moving through it, yes? And then when that seems to reconfigure, when you die, the body, if you've seen someone you used to know when they were alive, and then you see them when they're dead, it's very difficult to say that's Uncle Fred when you see a dead, inert body, because what you were calling Uncle Fred was really the spirit, or the awareness, or the energy of life moving through that body. But usually if we're identified as a body, we're going to identify spirit in others as a body. We're going to think that's Uncle Fred. Yeah. So this idea, the selfing arises who knows when, and it has an idea, and it riffs on it, and therefore he would call the selfing, I believe closely, this presupposing of being a non-existent thing, who wants to get salvation for that non-existent thing instead of from the non-existent thing. Yeah, This is the main dilemma of any odyssey that we go on, be it spiritual or anything else. It's The, the journey to get to the truth presupposes the existence of the non-existent thing. If you saw that this is a non-existent thing, you wouldn't have to journey one inch to go to the truth. You would have a hit that you are the truth. But because there's this very quick presupposing, and it's a beautiful statement, because supposing is going on, but when the supposing is going on, and the big M mind, what we really are, buys it, it produces a presupposing. So the presupposing of a non-existent thing now becomes like the false priorness. So everything that seems now to appear after it, it claims. So now it thinks spirit is before, but now it believes spirit that it's conscious, that it's what's seeing, that it's what's feeling, that it's what's tasting, that it's what's touching, that it's what's doing, that it's what's having. Yeah? It's like a heist, a very incredible heist. Yeah. And when you wake up as self, yes, You you don't even recognize what's happened because you believe the new starting point is the starting point. You believe that you start at square three. You now call that square zero and it alters the game of monopoly dramatically. When you look at it from square three as the start, it may look totally different than if you saw it from square zero. Now, the mental state in this presupposing goes to such an extreme that even your practices to get out of this will be actually reaffirming its reality. So this is the little boogaboo when it comes to doing and get and trying to do yourself out of what you think is so. Because if you do, if you try to do yourself out of what's so and it ain't so, that's actually producing the sense of its so You understand? So if something if something isn't so... Let's say you believe something is so, and then you try to do yourself out of this predicament, but if it wasn't so, that would be the predicament. Don't you see? It was sort of like you trying to get out of an imaginary thing is the predicament. Because if if, you, if there was a recognition that it was an imaginary thing, you wouldn't be trying to get out of it. And that's the truth. That's appropriate. That works. But when you are trying to get out of the imaginary thing, that's the problem. (laughs) If it was a real place, it would be great to try to get out of it if it sucked. But the fact is, he's saying, and I'm humbly saying, and many, many others that have come before us have said that this is the problem, this presupposing of a non-existent thing, this body and the wedding between the I, spirit, let's say, and the you into this fucking insane mental coronation of me, which now sees that it's the center of the universe and plays God, really. It can't play God with a large population because they all are taking themselves to be a me, and so there's just millions of people playing God every day. (laughs) <laughs> That's why we run to have so much collision. Because I think, you know, if you would just make me happy, you'd be happy, like trickle down economy. If <laughs> I was happy, you'd be happy. But unfortunately, everyone has the same point of view, which is self-centered. So they think they're the center of the universe. I think I'm the center of the universe, and of course, there's going to be much, much, much collision. Yes. So, if you see the presupposing of an audience is thing, and I guarantee you, you have the ability to see it. You definitely have it. You do, not have, you do not have to acquire the ability. You have the ability to see what you're not. Because what you're not has to be produced in time, and what we are is not of time. We are timeless. So, whatever happens is always going to, is, we're always going to precede it unless we believe different. And that's the whole selfing. The selfing is about convincing you that you're a body, and that's the way it forgets that we're a spirit. Even to the point that you will start trying to become spiritual as a a mental body condition, which is the real joke of it all. (laughs) Because have you ever tried to grasp spirituality to a body? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Have you ever I spent many years trying to make this spiritual? I swear to God, probably more than most of us here. I mean, I sat thirteen hours a day, actually seven sitting and six walking for three weeks in a fucking temple in Thailand, lost twenty pounds because all you had was a soup before 10.30, and there, and, you, and that's a lot of work, fucking attempting to get out of what you're not in. <laughs> it's freaking exhausting, <laughs> really. It's totally exhausting. Only to return from whence you never came, because you can't leave an imaginary place. So all the effort to get out is the way it gets re, reaffirmed as being real. Because you and I are the reality, you see if we believe something is truly so it will seem to be so here in this place of space and time it's not a place it's an activity it can become so seemingly to us because we're the reality or as the course presented, we're the dreaming Yeah, you know, we're dreaming this place yeah and this is a dream. this is not the dreaming like hawaiian poet great zen master says be very clear that whatever can be perceived cannot be perceived. This is the dreamt. These chairs are the dreamt. This room is the dreamt. The dreaming is, is what's seemingly looking the out of our eyes. That's the dreaming. So you and I are the dreaming of this dream. We forget that by what? I humbly believe by remembering self. How do we keep, not we don't remember self, the selfing remembers self, and we buy it, so to speak, yeah? We lend reality to that supposition, and then suddenly everything seems to be as real as real fucking can be. Because the reality's in on it now. (laughs) You know what I mean? See, the movie isn't good. It's the audience that makes it so. It's where the audience... And we're, we've fallen for this movie because it's about us. It stars us, we produce it, we direct it, and we've got this incredible addiction to this thing, the mental state's making of Buddhism, they call it, the cherishing of self. And that's the main dilemma, to the point where we've come to talks like this, but we have this, this nagging, stubborn d- desire that I want to be here to get it. <laughs> and you're never going to get this message ever ever. this message like I was in LA and all these people I didn't know what was going on but in the back my friend was in the back and all these people were saying man this is going over my head and I said exactly because I'm not talking to you I'm talking to mind I don't give a damn about that thing which you're not. I'm talking the mind. To, to give it, hopefully, a little hint. Hey, this, this ain't you. <laughs> you know, this, this ain't you. So, yeah, because this is us, and I'm come shooting it for that. I just, I, you know what I mean? This will just make it into something if it hears the message. This may recognize Something may trigger it, and mind will come out of its own little convolution and see. Yeah. And once you get a flavor of being prior to that which is after, once you see it, there's a very strong hit, either very quickly or over time, I'm not that, because how could I be that while I'm seeing all of the activities? Because there's nothing that's truly produced. There is no, there is no self. It's an activity. It's, it, it actually pins all of its hope on the body, because the body seems to be the, uh, the more, most stationary thing it can fucking gravitate to. But this body is only here. And look at how much has changed. Do you feel like you look like you did when you were two, one years old, two years old? I mean, the reason why the mental state grieves over how it's, when it ages, is because it weakens its fucking case. Its case is that you're the one constant here, yet the constant flagpole is constantly changing, looking freaking different. Yeah? So it has a hard time to keep this little story going, because you're meant to be the most consistent thing, and yet you've changed constantly. (laughs) But what's seeing is the most consistent thing. Because in a bad day, the seeing precedes it, in what you call a bad day. In a good day, the seeing precedes it. Yeah? When you're in depression, this, this precedes it. When you're in ex- bliss, this precedes it. This has never moved. It's never moved. It's never changed positions. It's always been available at all times right where we are, with no requirement necessary, except for the ones we believe. Yeah. If you believe you got to do something to feel this, you better fucking do it. Because you're God, in a way. You're the reality. So if the reality makes a hurdle, it's going gonna, gonna to seem to be as real as real can be. Yeah. So the thought system seems to be The main driver of this identification as a long-lasting, independent, separate entity of body, obviously. It's not your digestion system. It's not the elbow. It's mostly, this is the, you know, this is, this is K-Paul one of thousands of franchises of of the Unclear channel called Me. (laughs) Downloading (laughs) 24-7, selling us all the same goods, but everyone who seems to receive it thinks it's very uniquely tailored to them. (laughs) It's a failed thought system. In recovery, they say it's such a and recovery are like the canary in the coal mine. Yeah, people would be very wise to, to listen to recovery alcohol synonymous because we're whistling, we're foretelling how fucked you could possibly become. <laughs> Because selfing has had a field day with us because it's had a lot of fuel, alcohol, and drugs, and it's made a big, pretty big splash—a big enough splash that it got noticed, you know. And so <laughs> you can learn a lot. But actually, in my humble opinion, there's even a deeper, or darker, or more prior addiction to alcoholism, and that is the addiction of the mental state to the self. Yeah, it's incredibly addicted to that. And it uses all the obsessions that it says it has to reinforce the identification as a body. That's what it does all day, every day. So here, if you see the thought system in recovery, they say, hey, they ask us a simple question. Why do you have so much fear today? And that doesn't mean this day, October 11th, 19th. No, day meaning every fucking day. You know what I mean? It's an example And it says, all right, why do you you have so much beer March 8th or whatever this day is, March 9th? And the answer would be the same for any day that you ever asked this question. Isn't it because self-reliance has failed us? So what the hell is self-reliance? What does it mean? You mean you pull yourself up from your bootstraps and you do this? That may be an aspect of it. But really, if you look at the word reliance and you would take it to the extreme, I would say identification as that which you're relying on would be a pretty fucking high form of reliance. (laughs) I mean, you know, as when I relied on cocaine all those years, I never called myself coke. I had never crossed that line. No matter how many, if I was up 10 days, I never thought I was cocaine. (laughs) There was already, there was already a pre-established identification with me as a body. So And I love cocaine more than the body. I love cocaine more than anything else. I was devoted to cocaine, but I never got absorbed into cocaine. There was still a sense of self there. Yeah. So I would believe that's actually more the root of the problem, because it can withstand a huge a devotion to coke and still maintain the self-centeredness. <laughs> it's pretty incredible. All right, so, okay. Why are we in so much fear today? Self-reliance and failed us. Okay, so most people believe fear and they look at what's fear doing? what's fear doing in my life? Well actually, fear is an effect of this other cause called self-reliance that people don't notice often they they keep They keep relying on self proclaiming I want to get out of fear, but not, how can you get out of an effect if you're the cause <laughs> <laughs> How are you gonna get out of your effects if you're the cause? It's impossible. I mean you can sort you know make them smaller and then for a big explosion or you know what I mean? You can the 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 grease will go up and down like the stock market, but there's all, there's still a stock market. It's not like you got rid of the stock market because you're it, yeah. I mean you have to see it. I mean we say in this book, Recovery, get to the exact natures of the wrong, you know, get to the causes and conditions. Why? Because that's where the real relief is. The relief is momentary or very important when you're on the consequential level. If let's say you're on the consequential level and your house is on fire, and, you know, the whole, you're burning up, then the best solution for you is a pail of water, yeah, so that you can put out the fire. But what happens when there is no fire, and where is no house? Maybe you should see what causes you to buy those fucking shitty houses and then, you know, Austin it, you know? I mean, you had a role in it, so let's see. So the relief is in the blueprint. The more you get to the blueprints of situations, the more apt you can have relief from situations, Yeah. Like the consequential level, you'll get relief from that burning house, but you'll have the house burning quite a lot, yeah? Because yours obviously aren't like the match. That's starting it all. So, okay. So now, see, this works with me. When, I, when some things happen to me, all I got was downloads about what I wasn't, because I have a seat assignment to share about this, that we are, and the only way you can truly share about it is to really explain what we're not. Because if the activity of what we're not is dominant, you cannot see what you are as you, because there's already a you in place. So you can call it enlightenment or awake or the truth, but there will all, that all those statements will imply a distance between what you are and that, which only sets up a huge amount of playground for the mental state, because now you're going to try to do and have yourself into this prior condition. All you can do and have yourself into is another mental state. You can't return to where you never left. You know, It just cuts out all that. It's impossible. <laughs> so why is it that I feel that this is so true, because there's a large activity that's constantly reinforcing this presupposing a non-existent thing, who wants to get happiness for itself, wants to get enlightenment for itself, wants to get money for itself, wants to get... change the titles, it doesn't matter, but instead of from, it's always going to be for. And I had my own experience of this. After this little idea showed up in my life, and here's was years of spiritual seeking, it was like one template, like a crane brought it, and here was my whole life story from spirituality, and this crane dropped this template, just not on everything, but it just sat here, and it was a presupposing or a non-existent thing trying to... Find salvation for that thing, and then all of underneath it went sucked right into that one template, and it came out. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That was the problem. I swear to God. It's just everything just every. It's sort of like when you have the the right polarity of a magnet and then the other magnet? Well, this truth (laughs) stopped everything that it was true for and there was years of my history just went, (laughs) stopped. (laughs) You know, that was the answer. And then, it was a rude awakening. I wasn't happy about it because... The only identity I had by then was a spiritual seeker. I was a house painter but I wasn't even really that good at that. So I had no other no other thing to hang my hat on. I thought I was a pretty good spiritual seeker, I had a good resume, India, Thailand, Nepal, satellite, you know this And then that would pull out from underneath me. It was like being in a town park and having your pants fall down. It was like fucking. But then I didn't. I just didn't pull them up, and I got used to it. (laughs) So I started living with the rug pulled out from me, and it was fine. Turned out to be fucking fine. (laughs) It has, and it keeps. You know, now at this point. It's proven itself to be the last answer. I didn't know it was at the time, but over the years, it's definitely re-echoed that affirmation because I don't give it, you know, I'm not looking for any kind of uh, spiritual way because it seems crazy, you know. That there's every situation you're in, the spirit's expressing itself, so why do I need to have a specialized form of expression? Maybe with uniforms to show that I'm expressing it that way. I'd much rather be a free-range character and just express it all day. It doesn't matter what your mental condition is. The mental condition does not change your spiritual condition. It does not change a fucking... Day. All it can change is what comes after it. It cannot change what's prior to it. Yeah. That's where the salvation is. That's where the sanctuary is. And unbeknownst to many of us, it's right underneath our nose. We are that which we're looking for. Such a beautiful, beautiful statement. What's looking is what we're looking for. The seeker is the sought. Just not has not like you're configured right now. You're not a mental, brain, body thing. You know that's the camera location, but it's not the light that's producing the effects. The light is what we are. Yeah. And I would say, that same light is demonstrating itself in all these different camera locations. So we get different viewpoints of everything, but in fact, all viewpoints are correct, and in fact, all of them are are false because, you know, because you're having them, it's a correct viewpoint to you, but because it's a viewpoint, it's not correct. Because what we are isn't a a localized, centralized, self-centered point of view. We are that which is seen all day. So the difference is, in the mental state, when it develops and dominates you, life, in the beginning, when you're young, life is happening, and then it turns into life's happening to me. That's not life's happening. It uses life's happening, but it totally, totally nudges the experience of life and hands you an interpretation of life based on how it pertains to you that's not living, that's living in interpretation that's the heist in a way you know? so if you wake up, like it, he says a great statement, he says it, you're, if you try to use your practices you know, to get out of this situation it's sort of like you are a thief who now takes itself to, to be a policeman to catch a thief who, who is none other than yourself <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, what, what
0: are you going to do with that? You just got to sit and let it roll over you. And if the shoe fits, wear it. You know, for me, when I first heard this, it it stunned me because I it was in a quote unquote way it was true. All of my behaviors, no matter what they were pointed at were already formulated into I, this, was going to do something to get that. Yeah? It doesn't matter if I change, you never change the I, it's always this me, but you change tons of things after that equation. But see, in the mental state, the mathematical scheme is based on the primary number one. And how actually everything works, the primary number is zero. Nothing is the common denominator, not something. Yeah. When that gets transferred, things will make sense. So you'll see blue is blue and red is red, and you won't have many metaphysical questions. You may have a question of like where did I put my keys and all like that, but you're not going to have any of these deep, profound <laughs> questions. You'll just be in talk shit awareness all day. You'll be const- you'll be awake to being awake. And they're not going to throw a parade for you, either. I mean, if you did a thing and sat on one arm and meditated 30 years, fuck, you'd get accolades. But being awake, it's not a big deal, really. It's just our inherent nature. But it will be a huge deal to you. you know, Because you'll get relief, a real, stabilized, reliable relief from the bondage of self. And it is truly a bondage of. It's not a bondage to, because that would give too much meaning to self, because self isn't, there isn't anything called self. Bondage, see here, it would be a bondage to this chair, right? This is seemingly a chair, and this is seemingly, and if you got a handcuff, you could bind me to this chair. And then the way, I could only truck around with this chair, or find someone who had the key to open it, and then I'd be free from the bondage to the chair. But this is an activity We're bound to an activity, the bondage of self, which is selfing. The selfing is what produces the seeming bondage. The fact, the lovely good news is it could never have fucking ever happened. It can only seem to happen if you're complying with the story. If you abstain from the story, you'll see it clearly as what what it is, and it ain't you. It's an activity. It can never reach a culmination where it becomes fucking anything. It can just seem to be. And that's what it does all day. How does it do it? You remember yourself when you think, when the thought system, you don't do it. The thought system thinks about you. It pictures you as a body. That's how it pictures you. So it spends a lot of time thinking about the past because in the past, because it's not real you can appear there all day as a as a body yeah so it's constantly remembering you as a body not back there but here while it's obsessed with back there you can't remember you were a body in the past you're only remembering you're a body now by the use of the past yeah the same thing with worrying, it's another form of remembering. So you're worrying about you, quote-unquote, as a body in the future, yeah? But the worrying isn't in the future, the worrying is now, yeah? So when I'm worrying about me, that me is pictured as a body. And where I remember it isn't in the future, it's now. So I remember me as a body. That's, the, that's how it happens. That's the bonding mechanism. Yeah. It has to have your compliance. How, how can you not see this to be so? Don't I, You know, In recovery, I came in the first few years, there would be a, a, a very frequent sharing, which was, you know, the worst thing that happened to me has now suddenly, miraculously, turned into the best thing that happened to me. So at the time, when I got arrested and pulled over, that was the worst thing that happened to me. But now that I see that it led me to getting sobriety, it's the best thing to happen to me. But it didn't change the event. But all the meaning of the event is based on you, not on the event. You give everything all the meaning it has. Which is what this has happened. You've given this the meaning of being you. You've given this the meaning of being you. And it runs away with it and it calls it me and then you can't seem to get it back because every time you try to get it back it's the me trying to get the me back or in recovery you say the self trying to get out of self which is not going to fucking work so you get totally you get, see this this imaginary place has about five blocks that keep you in the imaginary place <laughs> you figure, alright, I got through the one but no, it's another because it's imaginary Its relevance is based on how you react to it. If you try to get out of it, it's as real as real can be. (laughs) It's just not freaking simple. The logic of the mental state is not the one you think is being uh, shown. It has a logic. Yeah. and its logic is: it, first of all, it doesn't play the way we seem to be defined or dictated to play with time. We believe we're in a linear progression from this moment to the future moment, but it it uses this moment to presuppose that you were there before. Yeah, it uses the future moments to presuppose that you're here now. <laughs> That's a body. It has no it's not playing by its own rules that's apply to us as a as an action figure. it just skips around time it's just it uses now to presuppose that you were there back then <laughs> if you see it just one little bit, your mind will expand on it, yeah like you hear. You and I give everything, this is one of the first big ones. I mean, it opened up an avalanche of sense-feltness, of possibility, which is when I heard in the Course in Miracles, you and I give everything all the meaning it has. It was hinting at our real role here as this action figure. It's a huge role. And when that dawned on me, and it never has stopped dawning on me every time I say it, it's another, just it triggers another avalanche of sense-felt fucking belief stuck relief, (laughs) because when you see your role here, you may think it's a drag, and yet it's such an incredible relief, just like in recovery, people do not want to be dragged into the fourth column of inventory, which is, what was your role in things, but that's where the relief is. If I'm stuck in the first two columns, where I know everyone I'm mad at, and who, and uh, why, it's, all it all does is bring me another drink. It doesn't bring me any relief. I just get to be right. But then we just move, just not even that far, over, hey, brother, what was your role in this? What? Oh, yeah, what was your role in the situation? And if I tell the truth, a huge relief that wasn't available when I was stuck in one and two, is it made available? Why not let it go farther back? You and I give everything, all, that's a pretty comprehensive statement you got everything and all in the same sentence so he's not giving you any wiggle room he's saying you and I give everything all the meaning it has it sure shifts the idea you know, everyone's been fucking with me today Too <laughs> what? wait wait a minute, the aperture's opened up to a panoramic view wait a minute, life's happening <laughs> what? life's happening to me life's happening <laughs> try it on I'll tell you I bet you come back in a year if you entertain these ideas you'll be traveling later if you're entertaining them if you just think you know them and you intellectually store them they're going to die like everything else you fucking captured. <laughs> the life will be sucked out of them through the I know. I know what he's talking about. Sense it. It's much more important than knowing. Sense it. If it hits something, let it just... You know, get a sense of your own size. You're not limited. I'm not behind the cheekbone. That's an insane idea. Remember in the Bible it says the kingdom of heaven is within you? I used to think, man, it was pretty thin. (laughs) See, no no But To you, that that they're talking about isn't the body, it's about what we are. Everything is within us. We're the context here, and this is the us as context appearing in the content. That's what it is. And the content is never going to transcend the content and find itself in the context. It's defined by its own limitation. It's the content. Yeah? Like Jesus says, you're in this world but not of this world. The context is more the ofness, and the content is the inness. Yeah. So we're in this world of content, but we're not of this world of content. It's not denying one or the other. It's including them both. We're in this world, like when you you know you have to render unto Caesar what Caesar's yeah here. Yeah, you pay bills, you do this, or you don't pay bills, and you're accountable for what happens. All that happens here, Yeah, but you're not of any of it. And people have a difficult time entertaining because the mental state is very, very dualistically inclined. So it sees everything black and white, either or, when from the vision, the vision of ourselves, it's very inclusive. Everything is included. It's like the sky and everything that's ever appeared in it. Yeah? The sky has no opinion. There's no door. We're up. No more clouds. No more fucking clouds. All right? We've had a million and something clouds move through me. I'm shutting the door. No more clouds for the next 500 years. You know what I mean? There's tons every, All this shit's happening up there. Not one bit of it ever affects the sky. That's what we're like in mind. Big M mind context, awareness, being, whatever you want to call it, but in this world, we are seemingly of this world as the body, and therefore, in that condition, all the meaning that we have given to, given things to, can now attack us with those meanings as a body, like the Course says beautifully, you and I are the dreaming of this dream, we forget that we're dreaming." And in that state, we give everything we've dreamt the power to affect us. And we're dreaming thoughts, let me tell you. We're dreaming very subtle things, thoughts and feelings, all of that. And when you have a thought and you own it, in a sense, the thought owns you. When there's a feeling and you own it, and how you own it is mine. My feeling, my thought, my problem, my girlfriend, my boyfriend, my time, my this, my that. That's what's giving all the meaning to time, boyfriends, this and that. Yeah. This has no. This isn't shouting out anything to you, is it? You walk by trees, you know, pine, you know, no trees, pine, oak, elm, you know. We give, we've given name and form to everything. So, I find it to be a wonderful solution because it allowed me to travel lighter over a long period of time. And after reaping the rewards of that, I have to say that's probably the greatest gift that I've ever been given. It's allowed me to live here without having to drink and use... It's allowed me, and AA allowed me to stabilize that because it gives me a giant community to live with. And this has been the... See, AA to me and all these paths, let's say they're paths towards illumination, but you are the illuminating of whatever path you're on. You are the source of light. Yeah? Let it in a little bit and see what happens, you know? So if you're interested in this, some very good people. I like Hwang Po, Teachings of Hawaiian Po by Tony Blofeld, I Am That, about Physic, Maharaj, Maharaj, Mahashi stuff, they're all very, they have different flavors and maybe you'll find something that suits you we have tons of content on our website for free uh, because I believe here repetition can be helpful because you'd like it to allow these ideas to become familiar to the mind yeah because the mind has an ability you may not know it but you're you're basically the effect of it your mind entertains that's what it does yeah it entertains. Yet many of us are saddled with a pre, pre-packaged vision or view, which is self-centeredness, which limits what we can entertain. It's sort of like, uh, doesn't allow a lot of possibilities in, and whatever possibilities are in there, it, it stretches them into time. So people will say, I will be okay. See? They're not seeing that they're okay now but they hope I will be okay or I was once okay. So you see, possibilities are drenched in time and therefore the timeless becomes an impossibility to us. But when you hear this message the mind gets a new a novel idea like when see, when the mental state tries to reach up and catch it, I throw it so high over your head it can't reach. And I just keep throwing balls and one of them's gonna get fucking in. I know. <laughs> I have faith in mine. And all it takes is one and then ah. Yeah. So the mind's ability to entertain gets triggered. Like this is what happened with me. I know I I can smell it like it was yesterday. Something started to occur in a lot of ways and I was looking at the big book of recovery because I used to lead a workshop based on this one chapter in it called How It Works. So I was reading it once again and it had a very statement where it says being convinced, which means to believe with certainty, that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. So we're the us and then there's this foreign installment, I like to see it as a parasitical movement, self, yeah. self-thing, really. Yes? So I would say, if I wrote it, it would be self selfing manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. So, you know, you know this picture, we're the host, and that's the parasite. Yeah? And so it says, all right, being convinced of that, we will now look at some of its common manifestations, its meaning self. And then the first paragraph after that is resentment, which is the number one offender to alcoholics It kills more alcoholics than anything else. But resentment is a manifestation of self in our lives. It's not ours really, yeah? We have to be accountable for it because here we are in Rome and there's a Caesar <laughs> But we're not we're not that which is having a resentment. The mental state's producing a resentment and then because we're identified with the mental state we call it ours, yeah? This is the bondage or the identification itself. To me this is the activity of the real rootness of the problem. Is We can't recognize the parasites' expressions because we call them all ours. We can't recognize the thief in our house because he's wearing our clothes. We call it me every time it's rifling through anything and we catch him right in the midst of the heist. We can't put the handcuffs on him because, oh, it's me. See? So here, we're sitting here I wish I had a book. <laughs> AA. See, you know the idea of faith to me. Idea of faith is faith is a force of mind. M I, Big M. Mind. It's a force. Our faith, are you know, religions, Islam or Buddhism, but faith is something that's activated and very influential every second of the day, as of right now. Yes. So the, what the faith is like is a force of mind that's going to manifest by the vehicle it's put in. Yeah? So here's this force of mind, faith. If you have faith in the thought system, it's going to produce unbelievable amount of harvests of anxiety based on what's not happening. Mostly, your day will be run by next week or last week. <laughs> it really will be. He will not be here for all intents and purposes. Because you'll have these two huge influences, like giant bookends of yesterday and tomorrow, because you will be having faith in the thoughts that are about next week, and they will produce an effect now. You'll feel anxious, yeah? Now, there's a great, you know, Jesus' big story of claim is that when he resurrected Lazarus, yeah? Brought some guy up from the dead. But at least Lazarus was alive. We're all miracle-working right now. We're making shit out of nothing all day. We are. We're making shit out of what's not happening. A lot of people's day, this day of Wednesday, was not based on Wednesday at all. It was using Wednesday to make a lot of shit from yesterday and tomorrow. (laughs) Seriously, isn't it? How could yesterday and tomorrow have such a huge influence in this day when you can't see it, hear it, feel it, taste it, or touch it? So, even in a relative way, it's not real. You can't. But how can something that's not real have a huge effect on what's real? Only, the only way it could is if what's real believed it, or had faith in it. Yeah. If I have faith in next week being more important than this day, it's going to have an effect right now. And that's it. So there's the faith. People believe that, oh, I lost, I'm looking for faith. No. The faith that they have in the thought system that's telling them they're looking, that they don't have faith, is what's looking for faith. Faith is always behind or before every search for faith. You have faith that you don't have it. Prove me wrong. Check it out. Look back. When you believe you're disconnected, are you? I don't believe any of us have ever left any moment we've ever been in, but we sure think we do. What's producing that effect? It's not a possibility. If you look at surveillance tapes, you're in every place that you thought, oh, I really didn't feel like I was there at all. But you were there as a body, so the proof is in the tapes but your belief that by thinking you can actually transport yourself to a magical place called what's that happening is fucking insane. What is that but faith? What is it but faith? What is it? What can produce an effect out of an imaginary place? Show me. What can produce an effect out of an imaginary place? Nothing. But if you believe it's a real place, and you are the reality, it can actually have a huge influence here. I've seen people's days get ruined by one thought. One thought turned the course of their whole life. Like that statement, a thought occurred to me. I bet you that thought had very little to do. It had to do with slights that you thought that person had been doing to you for years. The guy doesn't even know you, but you've got, oh, he's out to get me. He's been watching me. I mean, you care less? Everyone's in their own little private Idaho all day. Very rarely are they thinking of anyone else, except in relation to them. Seriously. You're giving yourself way too much credit that you're that worthy of being thought about. The only thing that usually rises to that position is me, wherever that me is. <laughs> that seems to be the only thing worthy of incessant thought. <laughs> I really don't see anything generating adoration like that anywhere else. Even girlfriends, significant up, by after a few weeks, you know, jeez. Oh, <laughs> you know. I mean, children, you may hate them when they're 18, 15, if they're like me, probably when they're 13. My poor mother, fucking, Jesus Christ. If I had any compassion, I would have fucking left town, but being so self-centered, I didn't see how anything affected, how I affected anyone, really. I was just concerned how they affected me. (laughs) This is all the disease, this is the illness. It's a mental illness. It cannot be what it's saying it is. It can only seem to be. It needs you to comply with it. Without your faith, the thought system could not bring up one worry about the future. Not one. Maybe you could have some plans about it, but not incessant worrying about the future. And when you're worrying about the future, doesn't it sound like it's so sure of that is going to be what happens? You know what I mean? There's cults that always pick a day when the earth ends. And then the next day, they've got to run up a whole new story. Hey, wasn't it 999 the day? Oh, it's 910 now. Well, uh, the calibration, you know what I mean? It just goes on and on and on and on. How many earth-shattering events did you have? And when did you ever witness the earth actually complying with your earth-shattering thing? There is, a, you know, if you're sick and tired of it, that's a good starting point, you know. Really, I don't know. Maybe everyone's having a great time up there. To me, it was sort of like a porno theater. I was always getting fucked. <laughs> I mean, I needed somebody. <laughs> I wanted, you know, I, people shooting coke in the neck. There's something going on. I mean, their head must be really. Ringing them out completely to be motivated to go you know I couldn't bear an extra half of a nanosecond for it to leave my arm to get to my brain and my heart I wanted to get it as fast as possible if I had balls I would have shot in the heart but I would have died probably (laughs) so that's just that's it for tonight any questions? this is an imitation not a dissertation it can be repeated quite a lot and basically you've been served the spiritual subpoena you'll be called to the court of light. thank God, not to the mental court <laughs> the mental court you're already convicted <laughs> you are just they're just playing around with length of sentencing <laughs> but the court of light, if you enter there all your seemingly tra- seemingly transgressions and trespasses will be absolved as if they never happened you'll be let off the biggest hook which is you you really will this will become the urban renewal project called the body as the king of the universe will be dismissed. All that money will go to other pursuits. Your interest and attention will be free from this dead preoccupation with you and maybe we will be enriching your day instead of enslaving you in this day. Because that's what interest and attention is being used for. It's being used to enslave you to yesterday and tomorrow. If that could be free, it will enrich your day. Yeah? may not have to climb a mountain every day to feel cool. You can just be fine yourself. You will be what you're looking for. Hallelujah, finally. Yeah. Finally, you landed on the right square. And now the game looks different. And now every move you make, you'll never forget square zeros at that other square. It's always reliable, always available. The you only know, thing that can make it distant or far is you believing it's to be so. If you don't believe the story, you'll be in the living of it. And you'll realize you've always been in the living of it. You've never not been in the living of it. When it seems to happen, it shows you that nothing ever fucking happens. This has always been the case. It never not was so. Yeah. It's like the new date of AD, you know? After death, now you're alive. <laughs> yeah, so.